Good evening, my lovelies, and welcome to another Naked Football Show. Tonight, I was going to welcome a naked virgin in the shape of Carl Day, but unfortunately, or fortunately, he tells me he's not a naked virgin because he's been on um, a long while ago. Um, good evening, Carl. Tell us more. Yeah, good, good evening. Yeah, I, when the Supporters Trust was recently formed and I became chairman, you invited me on to introduce about the trust. So I was on once before when you had Phil Hamm with you in the room. Oh, God, that was ages ago. That was 1804. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> I think Phil says the same opinion. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, Phil must be getting on a bit now as well. Um, let's cut to the chase, shall we? Um, dare I ask what you made of last night? Oh, dearie, oh, dearie, oh, dearie me. It's uh, quoting our beloved manager. Um, again, he sees things totally different to everyone watching. Now, I know we're watching on iFollow and we only have one view where you win your ground, you see the bigger picture. But if he genuinely believes what he's saying, he's, you know, he's missing the point because, not with fairness, I think past the parcel has less passes than um, <laughs> our back four does between themselves during the game. It's just, it's, I understand you want to draw teams out, but what you need is your, your centre-halves going forward with the ball, drawing players to them to create the space, not keep passing around the back because they're not coming out. Teams have sussed that and they're just sitting, mm. blocking every other player. And if you can't see that, it's shocking. Mm. You know, I think some of the senior players have got to step up as well, to be honest. So, you know, the, the Judge and Hughes and Sears, people like that, you know, at this level, considering, you know, they're a former, you know, championship or better, yeah. you know, that they, they should be killing this league. And honestly, um, against Shrewsbury, I felt Judge was Shrewsbury's, Shrewsbury's best defender. I thought he was the best defender for Hull last night as well. Well, <laughs> and how, how many unforced errors do we need to do? It's, it's shocking. I think if you look at the stats properly, we probably did more passes to whole players than to Ipswich players. Yeah. And, and, but ironically, after they'd scored, and we were, we were on top for a good 25, 30 minutes maybe, and probably had more crosses into the box than we've had all season because of this, this sitting deep and playing it through the middle. We actually got forward cross balls. Okay, we didn't look remotely like scoring, but at least it, uh, it seemed to be a change of tack. But then, of course, once they scored, it all went tits up didn't it yeah yeah but you're right you know but even when you say we're on top right we had a couple of scrambled bits around the goal but there was not i don't think their keeper was really under any major pressure i think he did a one-handed save in the first half and i think other than that there was nothing really putting him under any pressure I, I, don't get me wrong i thought norwood last night that's one of the better games i've seen him play and i think he was up for it it's just fortunately the other 10 didn't join him no that was the one shining light wasn't it Norwood that's about it um, and it's it's great to actually have a proper centre forward that can score goals well hopefully one day um, but wasn't the game crying out for two up front mm-hmm. yeah well the and, irony and is he, in effect I know he'd say he played one wide but in effect he would play two up front once he took Norwood off which was a disgrace I thought taking Norwood off anyway as Mick Mills I don't know if you listened to the same yeah, I, I, yeah. Mick yeah, Mills I, couldn't understand it and then he brings on um, Jackson and Hawkins which are in effect two strikers I know you could argue one plays wide but and they were completely ineffectual uh, see, see so, what uh, sorry I was going to yeah, say bring right, one yeah. of them on if necessary to play along again as uh, Mick Mills alluded in, in the first half I believe but uh, certainly in the second he said at least bring another striker on to help Norwood but in, he didn't he just took Norwood off well you, you managed the damage Norwood would do if he had someone else mm. like, like you know 
you know, either Jackson or, you know, Morgan's, whatever, taken on the other defender. Because at the time, he's got two defenders on, and he was still causing them trouble. Yeah. You stick another player up there, he's going to get more space. No, absolutely, yeah. It just seems that um, Lambert's... I think he he must have taken taken notice of the criticism he got last year for chopping and changing, and he's decided I'm going to stick with this regardless. But the trouble is that isn't always the best plan, is it? But his comment last night about we're rubbish, we're two up front. I know. And, and you look at that bench, there were three strikers sitting on that bench, mm. plus you had Norwood on. Mm. I don't get it. I no. don't get that. There's no logic. And then you're, if you're going to play four, sorry, this 4-3-3 system, your two wide forward players have to be almost like wingers. Yes. No disrespect to Sears, he's been a great servant over the years. He ain't got the pace anymore. No. I actually think I could outrun him now. Not only that, um, he's, he's he's a right footer playing on the left wing, so he's always got to cut in cut inside, yeah. which is a bit pointless. You know, and I mean, it's interesting. You know, if you look at it in the first couple of games, we were doing quick free kicks really quickly and catching teams out. If you notice now, every team is either kicking the ball yeah. away or standing right in front of us to stop that, yeah. and we seem to have nothing else to do. We don't think, well, let's work on something else. Yeah, there's no tactical awareness, in my opinion. It's really, really poor. Yeah, and as you and yeah, we don't need to talk any more about Judge. I think uh, he's gone the same way as poor old um, uh, Douglas went, isn't he? I think yeah. he's lost it completely. Doesn't you seem know. to. Yeah, I mean, he still buzzes around, doesn't he? He runs around a lot, but I think it was summed up with that pass right at the end of the game where he passed oh, it straight yeah. to a whole player on the other end of the pitch, other side of the pitch. It's just, you know, I mean, in theory, in this league, playing judge in the middle, he should be ripping this league apart. Yeah. But he doesn't stay anywhere. He goes all... People don't even know where... I felt a bit sorry for um, Lancaster last night because he was out wide, but he was having to come into the middle, one, to fill the space, but two, to get any look at the ball. Mm. And then suddenly you're then got your wide situation exposed. So when balls are going there, they're tearing down there. Mm. Chambers was overtook by a player. You know what I mean? It's just... You know, Chambers has become very quiet the last couple of games, which has surprised me. Because I thought he was having one of his better seasons in that role and was doing well to start with, but the last couple of games you don't even hear him. You know, I just I, I just think there's some unrest somewhere. Well, this is um, yes, this is what I think. I mean, it was a big theme last night about. I know everyone, you know, people are inclined to just get a bit too tetchy and say get rid of the manager like every two games. <laughs> Let's change the manager again. <laughs> yeah. But um, I think you, as you, I think you probably hit the nail on the head there, Chambers. You can usually see by the way Chambers plays or how wound up he is as to what's going on and, and he as you say he's been very passive hasn't he if you want for a better word yeah and very uh, much so it does make you know? it does make you think doesn't it see because I saw a brilliant um, uh, interchange on Twitter the other day they were talking about the owner and they were saying about well, does he want to get promoted because with the salary cap Ipswich will actually cost him less Bearing in mind his business is hospitality mm. and training, yeah, which that. have been absolutely being decimated this year. So is it a case of that he's not that bothered if we go up? And that's why he's settling with the Lambert or whatever, to get the youngsters to eventually come up and sell a few and maybe get a team of the future. Because going up is going to cost him more money again. And he may, in his personal side of it, may not have the resources that he had two, three years ago. Mm. That also brings me to another point of um, having Drynan on the bench who needed Gaiden time and Dobra mm. playing a game when he didn't need game time and could have been on the bench to change it. Especially, like you said earlier on, we had four strikers. Yeah. So why why bring Drynan on when he needs game time and 
leave Dobra out in Bristol somewhere, wherever it was. Yeah. Because if there's one player that can change, I know he's a bit of a loose cannon, but if there's one cha- player that can change a game, it's someone like Dobra, isn't it? You'd rather bring him on than, say, Hawkins. I would anyway. Yeah, but 4 3 3 needs pacey wide players. So exactly. when you had Edwards fit, he was yeah. providing it. Yeah. I thought Bennett's might, but he, I think at the moment he's finding his way because he, he kept getting the feet, sorry, the ball trapped under his feet all the time. But he was trying to do things. Yeah. Um, and you're right, someone like Dobra, he's, he's got no fear. He, no. He'll take players on, he make errors, he's young, you know? Mm. But the other bugbear for me is. I actually like McGuinness. I think McGuinness is good. Yeah. But he's 19 years old. Yeah. If it's one of our 19-year-olds, Lambert will say, oh, I know he's 19, you've got to give the kid... You know, and I think he's he's been responsible probably for three of the last four goals in some way, um, mm. being either caught out of position or, you know, he gave the penalty away against, um, um, was it Shrewsbury? And then yeah. obviously the Sunderland goal. And all that. Perhaps he needs to sit out for a bit because... And he's someone else's player. If yeah. we're going to do bring one of our other youngsters and build him up, you know, I didn't think J- Endaba was that bad. No, or even James Wilson. Of course, I'm not sure what he's done wrong, really. Well, Wilson's a steady head. He's he nothing... is, yeah. So you have someone like Wolfenden and and Wilson. You've got someone that can play the ball out, and you've got someone doing the dirty stuff. That seems it's almost you look at Butcher and Osman. Osman was always tidying up. Butcher was winning everything in the air and and doing the the tough stuff. And we don't seem to have any partnerships in the team. There's no... At first, like Sears and... Um, uh, who's the fullback we signed? Ward. Mm. Ward seemed to pair up nicely. Now they they don't seem to pair at all. Obviously, fortunately, unfortunately Sears is now injured. But there's no partnerships across the team. And you know, I think Robson himself said, you know, it's about partnerships. It's about getting those pairings all working together. And we have none of that. Oh, yeah. I, do, I always remember Robson saying that he wanted Marin and Brazil to be tied by their bootlace, didn't he? So no further away than a bootlace between them or something. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, and, and, you know, I, I, do, I did feel sorry for Norwood because I thought he had a good game, yeah. really good game, and then to be taken off. And you could see in his own, his own body language when he was coming off, he weren't happy about no, it. No, don't blame him. No. Uh, and, and that just but surely that inv- makes the players even more peed off about what's going on I, there's something not right there's clearly not anything right and, I mean I'm I'm a person that's always supported the manager I, I, you know, I got behind the likes of John Duncan in those days and things like that uh, Bobby Ferguson when he was having his bad patch because they're your manager but Lambert just seems to be seeing a different game and I just think his, his time is done we, we, we need a change yeah, we just don't know, do we? You, you might think, well, if we lose on Saturday, then the writing's on the wall. Maybe, I mean... But will the owner spend that money when mm. his hospitality business is shot to bits? Yeah. Uh, I'm going to... Let's move. to depress you, no, that, that's, that's all right. You couldn't have depressed me any more than I was. <laughs> <laughs> or vice versa, I'm guessing. Um, let's go into tweets, shall we, and see what everyone else yeah, moans sure. about, which is pretty similar, I'm guessing, from the lovely Mrs. Nuts. Ra meaning a sign someone has reached their sanity limit, i.e. me. Word of the day is nasty. However, is it... <laughs> this is very cryptic. This is nuts. However, is it time for ME to get nasty with PL? <laughs> mm. Well, I would. I think there's an undercurrent about finances that may keep... Why give someone a five-year contract when your team is not performing, unless it's a financial... Uh, I love the idea of longevity... I love that because of stability and most successful teams have stability with a manager but there are sometimes you've got the wrong manager mm. and I think that's where we're at mm. yeah 
Yeah, we'll, uh, yeah, time will tell, Carl. Um, thank you, Mrs. Nuts. Uh, low staffed Ian. Uh, good evening, GB and Racy. Where did you get that name from? Oh, Racy Laird. <laughs> yeah. It's uh, okay. an anagram of my name. It's an oh, okay. Cold Days Racy Laird. Okay, okay. Anagram could be the word of the day. Uh, unlike last <laughs> evening. Yes, I'll start that again. Good evening, GB and Racy. Unlike last evening, which was anything but. I've removed the fence splinters. Lambert out now. This shambolic situation cannot continue, but do you think there's any chance he'll walk? ME has obviously no intention of sacking him with that contract. That's just exactly what you just said, wasn't it, Carl? Well, would you walk if you've got a five-year contract paid on a decent salary? Would you just say, now I'll tear it up for you? Cause well, I, I, I suppose if you're going to get paid your full salary from walking. Well, 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 yeah, but then if you look of late, if you look of late, Ipswich seems to be the graveyard of managers because mm. they come to Ipswich and where do the managers seem to do after they leave us? They don't seem to do any better, do they? Uh, no, by and large, no. Other than, right, you've got Sir Bobby, who obviously went on to be England manager. Yeah. Right, Magilton did reasonably well at QBR and etc., but then had a fallen out. Yeah. Yeah. I'd have Magilton back tomorrow, personally. Well, That's... there was a few last night that was tweet- were tweeting about uh, Magilton. I mean, he got a raw deal simply because Marcus Evans went for the name, didn't he? And he was so keen, to, if you'll excuse the pun, to get Roy Keane in that yeah. uh, Magilton was, just happened to be the guy who was going to be, well, the fall guy. So, yeah, agreed. Yeah, I think a lot of people would have liked Magilton to stay. He's still around. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I think he, he, he's got the right footballing brain. Um, he's got the contacts in the industry. He's the sort of guy that could do it. I mean, if I had to choose a, an actual manager that's out there at the moment, it would be that, well, I don't think we'd ever get um, Eddie Howes, but um, I think um, Cook, Paul Cook. I yeah. think Paul Cook would do an awesome job. They seem to be the favourite, Paul Cook, and uh, yeah. a, a very long outsider simply because of his status would be Eddie Howe. Um, ben yeah. Southgate, this is Ben from Oz, just to warn you before he starts. Hi, GB and Carl. Last night's game was so bad that it's better to talk about the weather. So no question. <laughs> just wanted to let you know, Graham, that here in Western Sydney, it'll be 41 and 42 degrees on Saturday and Sunday, respectively. Thank you for that, Ben Sodoff. Uh, <laughs> Brilliant. Brilliant. Uh, Mark Tuxford, good evening, GB and CD. Uh, I have a certain issue with the little lad from Ireland. His name is Alan Judge, don't we all? Uh, what on earth does Paul Lambert see in him? My opinion is that he's a shadow of his former Brentford self, a constant passenger. How would you judge him? Oh, nice, nice use of... Uh, boom, boom. Yeah, boom, boom. Uh, thanks, Mark. Yeah, well, I think... Well, the jury's in for me. He's mm. not good enough. Mm. <laughs> 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 the court line analogies are flying around now. Carl... <laughs> Carl Fuller. Oh, hello, Carl. Hi, Graham and Carl. Carl and Carl. Uh, Great to hear you on the show. So you must know Carl. Yeah, well, yeah. Yeah. We've had dialogue quite a lot. Um, I won't ask. I'll be listening with a side, bless him, with four years on a contract and injuries to be used in mitigation of current mediocre times. Evans is going to stick with Lambert, isn't he? As GB likes to say, we're doomed. We're doomed. (laughs) Yeah, thoughts, Carl? Um. I think I unfortunately I I think there's a time for a change, but I think the issue with the finances, with the hospitality and the training business gone, I got a feeling that that Evans will stick with him because it's a cheaper option. Hmm. If things don't improve, Evans is going to be getting so much stick. He's going to find it difficult to hang around, isn't he? Well, can you imagine what it's going to be like when the alleged four thousand fans hopefully get in the ground? <laughs> I think they won't be watching the football, will they? Uh, probably not. 
No, I, I was hoping I'd be one. I'm now hoping that it's only 4,000 and I can't quite make it. Um, this is from Lee, Ginger Eagle. Evening, gents. What's Lambert's agenda? Finger pointing at the younger players in the press, whilst not a word said against the more experienced players. Judge, again, to name but one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I agree. I think, as I say, the senior players have got to step up. It's, it's easy to knock a, a youngster, but in all fairness, I thought McGavin... In all fairness, considering it's it's fresh to him, yeah. he's given it a go and he's showing something. He's making errors. He's going to make errors, but no one's saying that about Judge. And the, as you said, the wonderful pass that he uh, yeah. or passes that he did yesterday, you know. But Lambert doesn't mention him at all. No, no. I thought McGovern is is head and shoulders above Judge at the way he's playing at the moment. Anyway, um, Julian Watkins, evening GB and CD. I'm no fan of the sack the manager approach, and Emmy won't do it anyway. So, what alternative action can Town take to get the performances back? P.S. Don't ask me. I'm as clueless as beep. I'll put a beep in there. Uh, <laughs> complete sentence with any Town manager's name from the last few seasons. As clueless as. <laughs> whatever you want we, we can pick any of them can't we really so yeah, many to pick yeah. from yeah um, yeah the only person that's probably laughing at the moment is McCarthy at the moment obviously with a lot of predicaments but uh, um, I don't know what to say I I do think he, he has served his time he, he's got to go but I just can't I just can't see it happening unfortunately which is and as you say it's just going to create more um, nastiness, using the right word, fans to back to the club. I think it's going to get horrible. But don't you, I mean, the playing staff. Obviously, if it is, if it, if he has lost the dressing room, then the playing staff are hardly going to improve, are they? We're going to end up being relegated again. Yeah, that's true. I mean, you, you, the goalkeeping coach summed up brilliantly in his tweet, and that's the first time I've heard something really genuine and honest come out of the club. And I'm mm. sure he probably got a rollicking for it on the Monday. But, you know, he sees it as an average team. So, basically, we're a bang average side ourselves, if that's the case. Because we're just not... If you can't beat your promotion rivals, and you can't, don't have to beat them all, but you've got to win more than less or get results, proper results against them, you're never going to get promoted. And as the salary cap comes in, the, the so-called quality players will be going... And then youngsters are just going to see us as a ticket to get in the first team to move on. There'll be no ambition within the club. Yeah. And that's scary. Yeah. Um, we're going to lose. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm rattling through these. Sam Chapman, um, this has just come in. Evening all. After the usual capitulation to anyone half decent and coached by someone vaguely competent, does Mr. Evans now have to search his little black book for a replacement? Who would the panel like? I think it'll happen after the Oxford game. There you go. Who would you like? Well, I. Cook would be probably my first choice um, because he's been at this level. He knows how to get... He's got a winning mentality. He knows how to get the best out of youngsters and he actually knows how to change a formation during a game when it's needed. So, Paul Cook for me. Yeah, I think uh, I think you're one of many. That seems to be the popular choice. Um, Ian McIntyre, who, <laughs> who texted this one in late last night, obviously he pissed... Pissed off, I mean. Um, I think I might be done with football. I think I might be done with football, Graham. Fed up with how sterile games seem with the... <laughs> patting them. <laughs> why, why put bleep, bleep, and then put the word... <laughs> after it? <laughs> God, I'm going to have to edit this there. Um, patting across the back, everyone does. Fed up with the league being all-consuming and no one trying in the cups. Fed up with the crazy money and the cliff edges between divisions. Fed up with the stupid rules with no proportionality between offence and outcome. Fed up with the stupid VAR finding non-reasons to allow goals or give penalties. Seriously considering cancelling my season ticket and tearing football out of my life. Never thought it would come to this. Tear wow. emoji. Um, thank you for that, Ian. I, 
Yeah, I can sympathise. Wow. Actually. <laughs> well, the only positive I can say is your heart's still beating, fella. Um, <laughs> yeah. But God, God Almighty. Um, yeah, don't go near rope. The, don't go near rope yeah. or exhaust pipes. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, stay away from the oil bridge. <laughs> um, the 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 issue is, and I think um, um, uh, Malcolm from Sore Feet mentioned it in a text the other day, which I thought was spot on. Is we're going to lose the next generation of fans because they're not yeah. going to want to go. Um, and you know, you and I, you know, we we youngsters went to the football, and it's in your blood, and we followed them ever since. Yeah, I think the danger is we're losing that that fans at the lower levels, the teenagers now, rather than what you know, watch the rubbish that they're saying. My own son turned around to me and said, "Can I not go anymore?" Years ago, and that was um, you know, and that's my fear because once you start losing that fresh blood coming in, it's not good. No. Yeah. Yeah, it's more likely to be flesh blood glowing out at the moment, isn't it? Um, yeah. Slower ball. Good evening, GB. Good evening, CD. Love the show. Crikey, where to start? Saturday was awful. Last night was even worse. Injuries and ever-reducing average age of the team notwithstanding, we are playing the same way and the same brand of football. Nord was the bright spark last night, and we were crying out for him and Jackson up front. Yep. Judge would have not not been missed if he'd been taken off I'm not one for hiring and firing managers nor is our club but Lambert's often delusional output the style of football and our lack of flexibility isn't getting us anywhere does the panel think that it's now time for Lambert's reign to be brought to an end or do we wait until January to see if things improve or otherwise keep smiling God bless Mick Mills very apt there Slowball Mick Mills thoughts Carl well, 100% <laughs> agree with everything that's said there yeah. um I think while we're still in amongst it, the time needs to happen now to change. If you wait till January beyond, we might have missed the boat like we did last season. Um, I think that if, if it's because if you get someone in, you'll get that initial spurt of players playing for their places and all that, but then you'll get someone bringing in tactics. You can still be in amongst it. You can still get. We've got potentially the best squad in this league. Let's be realistic. We're Ipswich Town Football Club. We're one of 24 teams to win the top level in the English game. We've, we're one of the few teams of winning the European trophy. Let's not belittle ourselves that we're in the third division. I don't care what you call it, first division. It's third division to me. Mm. Um, we should be expecting us to win and get up in this league. And if we haven't got the players to do it, and we ain't got the manager that can motivate the players to do it, it needs to change and it needs to change now. Do you think it will change now or change My, in the near future? I think there's a possibility, but I think, and I keep not trying to sound like a record, you've got to think of what the owner is. It's all well and good us. We can spend the owner's money very easily. Mm. He's the one actually, in all fairness to him, does spend the money, right? He puts the money into the club to keep it afloat. Problem is, his main revenue source is dead this year. So is he going to take the risk of buying in another manager who will probably want to sign some players in January? So that's more cost or agents or free agents, whatever it is and to pay off your current manager or leave the status quo, which is not going to draw any more cash out of him. That's my fear. I hope he changes, but I've got a feeling the owner will hold off. I'm guessing while there's no crowd in the ground to give him stick or to give anyone stick, he'll uh, get away with it. But I'm not sure what happens when we get the crowds well, back COVID, in. COVID kept Lambert in a job. Yes, in my I know. People said that, yeah. Um, uh, talking of uh, what's coming up and crowds in the ground, two, do we have two games coming up? We've got one Saturday. Have we got another one Tuesday? Yeah, we've got uh, Oxford away Tuesday night. Go on then, Carl. You're, you're in the privileged position of having two games to forecast. I think I think we will lose on Saturday, and I think we'll probably scrape a draw or something on the Tuesday. 
and uh, and I, I'm guessing for the fans, it's it's for your it's your respons- responsibility to look at uh, Chambers' shoulders, and then you'll get an idea of what's going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His body, his his body language has definitely changed in the last few games, and that tells you there's something going on behind the mm, scenes. It does make you wonder, doesn't it? Thanks for that, Carl. Unfortunately, we've finished already. So thank you, Carl, and uh, hopefully I will remember you next time. And um, <laughs> thanks everyone for listening, and thanks for your emails and your tweets, and have a good life until next Saturday. Take care, everyone. Bye bye. Mm.